This is Stacey McKibben with the Master Communicator Podcast, where CEOs, senior leaders, and C-suite executives share their advice. It's six questions in nine minutes because the best leaders know how to share their ideas concisely and quickly. Let's jump right in. Question number one, in a few sentences, tell me who you are and what you do. A way of introduction, my name is Anthony Santiago. I'm currently the Chief Operating Officer for Billion Dollar Real Estate Development, vertically integrated platform agnostic to New York. We build condos, we do the entire ecosystem of a real estate development project from supply chain to develop, we design, we generally construct and we self-perform about 100 units as our sweet spot, averaging 50 to $100 million per project. We currently have eight in the pipeline and 300 people strong. Wow. So I guess you've been doing this a little, a little while then, yes? <laughs> Just a pinch. Just a pinch. Well, I'll be really excited to hear your perspective, especially in light of our current situation, you know, with um, the pandemic that's going on right now and, you know, um, all the precarious um, times that we're in. I think leadership and communication is going to be incredibly important, probably especially in your industry. Question two for you. What's the best thing about leading people from your perspective? You know, I think being collaborative, getting your hands dirty, understanding the ability for us that the whole is better than some of its parts and watching people longly and long-term rather uh, grow exponentially and watching their SWAT. I always call it not a sweat way of looking at things, but not just a strength, weakness, opportunity, or threat, but more of an, an area of opportunity when it comes to weaknesses. So the collaborative approach, getting people to physically work with me, take responsibility of what they do, and listen to team members. You know, what I like doing in leadership is watching people move through the proverbial corporate rung and watch people grow and having me help mentor to make that come to fruition. That's great. I think, you know, a big piece of, of leadership is, you know, really helping people to find their personal best. Mm. Um, and, and that's kind of what you're describing for me here is, you know, really helping to and being a part of watching them grow. Absolutely. Uh, Question three for you. I often hear from other leaders that business would be great if it weren't for that pesky people part. I'm curious, what are your thoughts on that? So that's a tough thing, right? When you manage multiple people and obviously when you're on the C-suite level, you can't get down to every individual on your potential uh, staffing tree. What you try to do is make sure you have a culture that creates kind of working backwards and explaining to them what your end solution is, as opposed to just using a word like culture. So what I look at Jim Collins' book, From Good to Great, and sometimes you have people that are literally on the bus with you, but unfortunately on the wrong seats within a bus. So as opposed to just getting rid of them or terminating them, we always try to coach up whenever possible. That doesn't come to fruition, and unfortunately one bad apple can ruin the entire you know, team. So you try to, from wherever you have an opportunity, to literally work with that individual and give them some shadow mentality with mentoring, either through myself or others, uh, depending how high up they are the food chain. But I also do not want to make sure that that one individual doesn't muddy the waters. So at some point, you have to make sure, understand when it's time to cut your losses, which is the hardest thing to do. Yeah, absolutely. Um, have you heard the phrase, you know, hire slow, fire fast? Mm -hmm. Does that sure. resonate in that sort sure. of situation? Or? Very much so. It's unfortunate. But, you know, at some juncture, you're at the, you're, not only at your wit's end, but more importantly, the team collaboratively can work together. And one loose, you know, one weak link, as you know, that goes. Yeah, for sure. Breaks the whole chain. Unfortunately. Question four for you. What other successful business leaders like yourself should be on my podcast? Wow. So, you know, I think the diversification of a C-suite is important. Industry leaders are important. Thought leaders are important. Um, and it really doesn't really 
matter, irrespective of what specific discipline they're in. My, by that point, I'm a real estate developer by trade. I've been three generations of private equity in real estate, but there are other individuals that come to this table, especially now, albeit in this volatile market that we in because of COVID, maybe some of the healthcare professionals right now or frontline individuals that are out there that aren't really getting the right maybe message outside. You know, they're not, they're being kind of hampered on what they can say because they're working on the front lines every day. Mm-hmm. So maybe a C-suite healthcare administrator would be helpful right now. Getting some fact, not hyperbole, would be very helpful. Good luck finding that. Amen. That would be great. Question five, what piece of, of, of advice, excuse me, about communication would you give to other leaders? Listen to your team members. Be empathetic. Acknowledge and celebrate failure because when you fail, you learn. Make sure that you're being pragmatic, aligning expectations with your team constantly making them as part of the solution, but also the problem. Let them be part of the initial task or ask early on, as opposed to dropping down on top of them, which we traditionally do and say, we decided this, you know, six of us, and now the rest of 300 of you go out and implement. So Mm -hmm. getting their advice early on, I think really is helpful for us as an organization. But I think as a team collectively, we'll make the organization not just run smoother and with more efficacy, which, you know, as a COO, I'm all about centralization, standardization, optimization. But the, you know, you're, only, you're only as good as not just your weakest link. More importantly, it's the team that's going to implement whatever we want to deploy or mobilize against. Do you have any examples of, of ways or strategies on how to get advice early? I mean, are there things that you specifically do? Do you, you know, tap particular people to be involved or do you do surveys? What's some of your strategies for getting that, that insight? That's a good question. So we literally do the survey route, right, which is obvious. Most organizations do that. But we do town hall meetings. We take out leaders within the organization from, I'd like to say, the frontline soldiers. You know, so we have a once a month I get together with one of our project managers or development manager or someone that's an office administrator. And they kind of win a night or a lunch or dinner with a C-suite member. And we're there to not just sit down, have a cocktail and or have a meal, but really understand their insight. So from their perspective, what can we do better? And then we try to implement things that make sense, you know, not that are not bureaucratical, not just the Robert rules, but more importantly, what is it that they need on the front lines and what can we do to make it easier for them? Then I go out on the front lines with them to see that what their day-to-day operations look like so that I can go back and report and you know, it's kind of undercover boss with them knowing what we're really on the ground. Love that. Tell us, magic question number six. Tell us about your favorite boss or teacher. Who's really influenced you? I'd love to say some really, you know, dynamic individual, incredible name, a thought leader, but I'd have to be, you know, pragmatic here. It was probably my father Mm. and my grandfather. I've come from a third generation of private equity. Uh, They both came to this country many, many years ago from Spain and had limited resources and created a very large real estate portfolio. Uh, trained me very early on since I was five years old at real estate closings back in the early 70s when, you know, facts, she, one page took 18 minutes to get across. So as you have the young sons and I have daughters running around the room, imagine sitting at a conference table at a lawyer's office back in the early 70s and, you know, you were there for literally three or four hours. So they taught me about being empathetic, being sympathetic, understanding that you have to push yourself as hard as you push others, that you can't let all the weight fall on top of your back when you have other team members there. And more importantly than that, how do you really congregate 
a really strong team of disciplined people together. You know, at my level, the biggest thing to do, and I think I follow some of the conversations I've heard from Jack Ma, and that is surrounding yourself with very smart people from Alibaba. The toughest thing to do is getting smart people to stay together and work together. When you get superstars together, their egos in a room, you got to kind of cull that down a little bit. So my father was very instrumental in helping me in that way and making sure that I always knew that where my place was in my organization, irrespective of how large we got, that I would be throwing the garbage out from time to time. That's fantastic. Thank you so much for being on, Anthony. I think, you know, I know I've learned a ton here and I'm sure our, our, re- our listeners have as well. How can people find you if they want to reach out and introduce themselves or get to know you better? Well, a couple of ways. One, they could surely go through you. That would be a great thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and beyond that, my email would be asantiago at N-E-C, Nancy Edward Charles dot U-S. And, you know, myself or my assistant will be more than welcome to arrange some times for us to talk around the high-density calendars. <laughs> high-density calendars. That's great. That's perfect. Well, thank you again so much, Anthony. I really appreciate your time today. This is Stacey McKibben with the Master Communicator Podcast. For more ideas and insights, please do go check us out at www.concilioteam.com. And we look forward to seeing you again next time. Take care. Take care.